another production from Solid Gold Podcast. And it's another week, another Wednesday, which means that I get to have a long and enjoyable conversation about all things that are good to do with South Africans at home and abroad. Because, of course, I've got Jenny Baxter of SAPeople.com on the other side of the line, sitting pretty in France at the moment. How you doing, Jen? Hi, Mel. I'm doing well. And how are you? Well, fine, because the rain came, so things are starting to look a little bit um, more perky in the garden instead of just like having this relentless heat all the time. But, you know, we're still looking at this and thinking we need more rain, we need more rain, we need a lot more rain. Um, so although we'll we, get yeah. sick of it. Then we'll stop moaning that, oh, it won't stop raining and <laughs> where's the sun gone? So, you know, people are yeah. never happy. <laughs> <laughs> and And I believe you've got your mayor back. Yes, I am so glad. I got. I, I must admit that I went into a bit of a tailspin. Um, I got very, very depressed about the fact that there was this coalition of people who decided to have the vote of no confidence in, in Palazzi. I really was very unhappy, and it just sort of, for me, smacked of, you know, the people just saying, well, we want to take over power again because that's what we do. We want to steal all the money. You know, I believe that that's all it has to do with these days. It doesn't actually have to do with making life better for your fellow man. Um, and they went and took it to court. They took the case to court. And she won her court case yesterday. So I'm feeling a lot lighter. I'm a lot happier. I do think it is time that we had a woman who's above reproach, as far as I can tell, actually having the reins of our biggest city and our best money-making thing. And hopefully they will go and change things like, you know, it's it's, it's little things like, you know, Region B, which um, my suburb and it's a, Region B is quite a big part of, of Johannesburg and probably one of the wealthiest parts of Joburg. But not one cent has actually been put into the budget for Region B for things like reinstatement of roads. Um, not one cent. I'm talking about nothing. And they say, oh, but you have no problems. And I'm like, Okay, when was the last time you drove in Parktown North, okay, without falling into a big hole? Um, so hopefully that will change as well. I'm, I'm feeling very positive about the fact that she's back in. And let's just hope that these other numbnuts, I'd like to say, actually stay away and actually bolster her, put their weight behind her making a success story of Johannesburg. And once again, being able to say world-class African city, because at the moment it certainly is not. It's false advertising. That's all I have to say about that. Right. <laughs> um, and, and Mal, did you see one of the happiest South African stories this week, which was probably Dr. Dr. Mrs. Bullock's um, yeah. dancing in Pretoria at Pretoria Girls I did see High. that she's like the coolest uh, teacher around. Yeah. So tell me a about, about, bit about the backstory to that. Um, I think it was the morning of the matrix uh, finishing up and everything. And mm -hmm. it was totally impromptu. She's an English teacher at the Pretoria uh, High School for Girls. And she was dancing to Salary Salary by Robot Boy, which, mm -hmm. which is I'm a piano. Music. Remember, we were oh, talking okay. about yes, it yes. with Derek Watts from Carte Blanche. So, yes. so hopefully now Emma Piano will become even more famous in South Africa, even though over a billion people around the world are listening to it now. So, so she was dancing to that and it just seemed to lift the spirits of everybody. Um, she was uniting, you know, they say she was sort of uniting people of different races and everything. And because she was dancing to Emma Piano music and, 
And then I spoke to her school and they said mm. that she is, you know, really inspiring. And she herself has been inspired by her parents. Her father was a teacher. And even when he um, was diagnosed with cancer, he continued always giving everything for um, other people, you know. Mm. And so that's the how she's been indoctrinated. And, and you could see it on her face. Her face, you know, all around the world, people were saying, things like, you know, if that South African teacher had been my teacher, I would be an astronaut now because, you know, she just gave such enthusiasm. So really beautiful and, and people around South Africa were just so happy, like, you know, this is what we need. This is the attitude that we need in government and everything. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, if more people could do that, if more people were kind of rather than not doing something bad – do something good. <laughs> Absolutely. So, some stuff that you may not know. For instance, there are some, for people abroad, especially if you're in Germany, look out for uh, next month <laughs> for, some, for some learners from Joe Slovo in Cape Town who are heading over for the World Robotics Championships. And they've invented this... Um, little toy robot that can sense a ball, pick up a ball, and chuck it. And you know what they've called it? Um, uh, robot 47 after AK-47s. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, and then a lot of people in the UK are very excited because, uh, we announced yesterday that the Springboks are heading over to Twickenham next year. It's only the second time ever that the Springboks and, uh, All Blacks will be playing at Twickenham. And it's on 25th of August. Uh, it's two weeks before the World Cup begins in Paris. And tickets go on sale on Thursday morning, 10 a.m. UK time. 11 South African town. And they are already on our Facebook page. There were so many people tagging each other and saying, I'm coming over to England to see you. So hopefully it'll be a reunion for a lot of South Africans. Yeah. And am I back? Yes, Ham. We missed you. <laughs> I have no idea what glitched there. You know, at least we're not in load shedding at the moment, so I can't blame it on that right now. <laughs> and talking load shedding, we just got some news in just before this podcast began from Santon City, who mm -hmm. have got together with. Um, let me see what they called. I don't know this place. Liberty Two Degrees. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of that? Anyway, yeah. um, L2D has got together with Santon City and for all those students who are battling in Alexandra because of the load shedding, they are going to be able to go from Monday to Santon's atrium. There'll be 60 mm -hmm. desks. There'll be nonstop electricity. It'll be quiet and they can study there in peace, I think between 4.30 and 9 o'clock at night. Oh, lovely. Okay, so, that's great. Yeah, I think that's wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so what did I miss out on while I was offline for a moment there? <laughs> uh, the All Blacks and Springboks playing next year. 
in, in mm-hmm. Twickenham, uh, the Joe Slover learners who have created this r- robotic toy and are going over to Germany to be in the competition. They already won top prize in South Africa. Oh, talking about Germany, I got a message from a friend of mine who lives there and I was saying, oh, about load shedding. And he says, yeah, well, you, I think you might need to come over here at some stage and teach us all how to deal without having electricity. Because I believe that there's a few countries where there are rumblings about load shedding happening. Exactly. So. Over winter, I keep telling you every week I've been telling you yeah. our, our lights are being turned off in our street at night now to try and conserve and and sometimes when I walk into shops I can't see anything because they, they're they trying to conserve energy and keep it down but people here yeah. really love candles I must say so it's not not the worst thing you yes, know. but just watch out for those candles when you light them. I, I still go for the, the little solar lamps that you could, you know, the, the console lamps that you can get mm-hmm. and carry those around the place. So that works. Anything solar is a, a good way to go, to be honest with you. Shoot. And if you can't afford a whole solar setup, then just get yourself one little one that don't cost too much. Puts two light, it'll light two um, lights and then it'll also charge your phones. And you Amazing. just plug it in and the sun does the rest. Amazing. I saw a very kind South African in, um, down in the Western Cape, not still by, but you know, one of those sort of places who actually Mm. put an advert on her local community page saying if anybody needs to come and charge their phones or heat up their water, come over to my place, which is. Oh, we have that in our area all the time because there's some people who just go without power for like four or five days. Uh, But we're getting, we're working on it. (laughs) At least it it does build a sense of community, which I really like. And I think that's something that we have lost over the years is that sense of actually helping your neighbors, knowing your neighbors and being useful where you can, which is what I was talking about before I disappeared for a moment there. (laughs) Um, What's this about a Miss Wheelchair? Well, you know, that is a wonderful story. The Miss Wheelchair South Africa is a wonderful story of a sense of community. She's from a place in the Northern Cape called Naba Beep. And, Double peep, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> and she was trying to raise enough money to go over to the wheelchair, Miss Wheelchair World Awards in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Couldn't afford it, started a fundraiser, and a local company saw this and has given her the final 50,000 rand that she needed because they said, you know, she's one of ours. She's from our community. And, mm-hmm. and the story gets even better because they're a big copper, it's copper 360. Um, company mm. there and they said once she gets back from Mexico they are going to have her go into their company and work out all the things that could be better for people who are challenged in getting around and mm. then they, they're going to make a blueprint of that uh, to distribute around the country to similar companies so okay. isn't that great? Because, you know, we went through that with Tara in in Australia. We were at a beautiful school and, you know, Tara had a leg amputated. And this school just took Tara on and said, okay, tell us everything you need changed. Um, so, like, mm. one of the things was putting in an elevator between the first and second floor because Tara couldn't get to the art class. And, you know, and, and they did all those things and also made a blueprint. It was very nice. Well, there's next week coming up is the – was it this week? I can't remember. I don't even know what day it is, let alone what the date is. But um, Hot 1027 have their annual Teddy-thon, 
okay? And, and, and they raised 7.3 million rand last year. And all this money goes to helping people in the community. And I was listening to the story, I think it was on Monday when I was driving uh, to the gym, about this young girl who's now seven or eight years old who was a victim of drowning and ended up with chronic CP and all kinds of other issues, and she needed a bigger wheelchair. So that's one of the things that that the Hot Cares Foundation has now actually organized for her. So wherever you are in the world, you can actually make a difference to somebody, If you're, especially if you're from Joburg, because we, you know we Joburg people are lacquer, okay? Wherever you are in the world, Tune in, go and I mean, you can listen to Hot Night, uh, Hot 1027 online as well, and just get involved, even if it's just like 100 euros. Okay, if you can afford 100 euros, put it in. I think they want to make it a bigger and better than ever before. It reminds me of those good old days when we did Ituba, when Ituba hadn't been taken over by other people. Um, and that money was 100% of all of the money that was raised by Tuba, which was millions of rands back in the 80s and 90s, okay, went to going to better people's lives, not giving them money, but giving them something that will help them to actually go forward in their lives. And that's what Hot 90, uh, I always want to say Hot 919, but they changed to 1027. Okay, <laughs> so Hot 1027, doing great stuff there. Our DJs and the people that are in the, in the radio and, and music industry are really fantastic. So we need to support them as well. And you think about um, Darren Scott with Wings of Change, um, you know, Balls Radio, and they used to do all of that stuff as well. So get behind these wonderful initiatives. And of course, our favorite one, which is Gift of the Givers. Of course, Definitely. of course. Yeah. Um, and and also, there's also a fundraiser at the moment. I don't know if you heard about the tragic uh, giraffe attack last week. Did you not hear? There no. in, in KwaZulu-Natal, a, a mum who's a tour guide herself who knows the area mm. so well, she was walking between, they live on a game farm, and she was walking with her two little children. Um, I think her daughter was 14 months old. Um, between her house and her parents' house, very short distance, she was just a few meters from her parents' house, walked past the giraffe, clocked the whole thing, and it, it it did what's not expected and suddenly turned around and and attacked them. And um, unfortunately, her little baby passed away. Oh, and no. she is in hospital, really um, spinal injuries, very, very, very bad injuries. And her little son has also been injured, but it looks like he's going to be fine. Um, mm. But we've, we've got a fundraiser coming up today on SA People, you know, with all the details. It's not our fundraiser, um, but we've got all the details today because her brother, who I believe is an expat himself, is trying to get money to help, to help them. They've got a long journey ahead. That is very unusual. With I, mean, I think I'll steer clear of giraffe from here on in then, because I've always, like whenever we went to, it was called Higher Safari Lodge, it's now changed names, I think to something moon, um, Cradle Moon. They've got giraffe wandering around there. In fact, one night I was walking back to my rondavel and I thought it was just trees that I was walking under. And in no. fact, it was the legs of the giraffe. It was a really big one. I walked straight underneath it <gasps> without even realizing. Oh, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, you're lucky. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, so, shame. I, I hope um, she she comes back really quickly. Shame. That's a horrible thing to go. 
And then, I don't know if you saw, there's a South African, I first interviewed him in 2014, Lionel DeLanga. He was living in Ukraine and he rescued all these animals from the zoo in Ukraine during the kind of uprising. And now he's back in South Africa, but he is still doing so much to rescue animals. And he's just rescued two lions from Ukraine. The one was about to be shot dead and the other one was in a town that is being, you know, hammered by the Russian people, Russian Mm. army. So he got them out, got them to Romania. He's, I think his organization is Warriors of Wildlife. Wow, I know it's Mm -hmm. wow. Um, And they've got them to Simbinga near to Jeffreys Bay. Um, where, Where he's already got a lot of other rescued animals there. So that's brilliant. Okay, now you, you, you've got a story here about South Africans in Nashville. The only one I know who's in Nashville, of course, is Cindy Alter. Yeah. Um, you know, from Van Clout here. And she's living in Nashville and doing so well. And we have mentioned her quite a long, uh, uh, quite a few times on the podcast. What, why are South Africans getting involved in a dragon boat race in Nashville? <laughs> there are a lot of South Africans there. So there's actually a group called Friends of SA. And it's an annual thing. And actually, one or two South Africans come from other parts of the U.S. to join because it's such fun. They're an amateur um, team. There's two teams, the juniors and, and the adults. But their spirit, their chiss is just like so good that they, I think they came second this year um, against all these professional teams. And they actually did win the, uh, I think they're called Team Vuvuzela, actually. That, that's what they call themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and they actually did win the spirit of the competition award because their spirit is just so good. And And I think that, all the people or all the other nationalities say that the South Africans are the ones who are the most fun, um, who know how to have fun. And we've got this article and photos and video all done by a sort of um, an honorary South African. She lived in Johannesburg for many years and just fell so in love with South Africa that she's now part of the expat group in Nashville. Uh, she's got a brilliant sense of humor. So it's really worth reading and it'll make you feel proud as well as make you laugh. Fantastic. I'll go and have a look at that immediately. I can just imagine it must be a really good picture story as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a a strange story, but it sounds like a goodie. (laughs) Okay, what have you got in the way of local good news? Um, Well, there's, I don't know how good this is, but one of the um, Russian oligarchs who's been sanctioned by Europe, US, UK, his super yacht, which is known as the most luxurious super yacht in the world. It's not the biggest. It's only about 147 meters, which is still huge. Um, yeah. But, but I think JD once worked on a 170 meter. But it's, it's, it's known as the most luxurious two helicopter pads, blah, blah, blah. It is heading to Cape Town. It was in Hong Kong briefly from Russia and is now heading to Cape mm-hmm. Town, which I think is because that might be safe waters for it. United Nations won't, uh, the police don't step in, like in Hong Kong, they didn't step in because it's not sanctioned. The Russian oligarch, it's not sanctioned by the UN, but only mm. by some regions. So it's got a few loopholes there. And obviously with South Africa being part of BRICS. But I just thought it might be, it might be kind of cool for South Africans to, you know, see such a big 
super yacht coming into Cape Town. Um, I think it arrives on November the 11th, if anybody wants to look mm. out for it and take photos. And it also sort of ties in with, remember that movie I've told you about, Triangle of Sadness, which won in Cannes, yes. and uh, Ashabli Dean sadly passed away, who's the main actress and who was South African. Um, mm. That starts on Friday in South Africa, and it features a super yacht. So... Um, You've got super yachts coming your way. Well, I just think that there's also cue all of those people with their posters and placards. Yes. <laughs> making a fuss, <laughs> making a fuss on the key. <laughs> yes. Get out of our waters, yeah, that kind of thing. November um, 11. Don't yeah, forget. Oh, goodness me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I like, I'm, I'm finding things entertaining these days. And I, I think that if we don't try and make things entertaining, uh, that we could fall into despair. So let's look for the lighter side of things and actually think, okay, right. Make of it what you will. Yeah. And that's why Mrs. Bullock's video did so well. You know, it's been watched. 8.4 million times because, really? yeah. I mean, that's, how much joy it's brought because people are just looking for humor and and feel good stuff. Um, and then another feel good for for South Africans is our favorite teenage swimmer. Well, he's not our favorite because there are a lot of wonderful young South African swimmers, but one of our <laughs> favorites, uh, Matthew Sates, um, mm. his so they had the first um, meet of the uh, FINA World Cup. Mm. It is FINA, not FINA, hey? Yes, FINA, yeah. Okay, FINA World Cup uh, series was in Germany, and he is leading. He won everything that he was in, 200 and 400 meter freestyle, 200 and 400 meter medley. So it's exactly where he left off last year when he won the whole World Cup series. Um, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, yeah. just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. There we go. <laughs> and, and, and Chad Leclerc, he also, uh, he did so well and said, you know, as I told you about his interview with the Olympics recently, mm. you know, he said the, the sort of the dark days are behind him now and he's he's winning. Good. So he did really well. Yes. Keep going. Just keep swimming. There yeah. you go. All right. So what have we got in the form of entertainment um, for that we can watch on the small screen and the big screen? So much. Um, okay. Triangle of Sadness from Friday. Mm -hmm. Then uh, my best, it's Jan RSVP. And that is on DSTV in South Africa and on Showmax if you're abroad, except for America. Mm -hmm. um, so it is – so, you know, Jan Hendrik, he's our Michelin yes. award-winning um, chef who lives down the road from me in Nice and has his Michelin star restaurant there. Oh, and his other restaurant, Klein Jan, which is near Kuruman, it mm -hmm. was just named on Travel and Leisure's top ten list as uh, – one of the 10 extraordinary fine dining experiences around the world. Awesome. So, yeah. You can He's go for a Sunday roast day. from Cape Town to Klein Yan. So, so what is Young RSVP about? It is beautiful food and mm -hmm. beautiful company. So he's talking and in conversation with some of the legends of um, – the restaurant, South African industry. Oh, okay. So it's not about, it's not a cooking show. Thank goodness. No, no, no. Okay. But there is food <laughs> so in it. There, there is absolutely food in it. Yeah. But, um, Stuff that you can sit there and salivate and think, why don't you come and cook for me now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because if you go there for dinner, if you go to the restaurant, it's pretty expensive. 
I'm sure. I heard um, yesterday as well, I think this week, uh, Housewives of Pretoria, the Housewives Fund Pretoria, another one of these Housewives series, is starting um, on, oh no, it started already, sorry, it started on the 13th of October on CakeNet. Absolutely. It's been all over Twitter. People are loving it. Yeah. I know you like reality TV shows. The only ones I like are kind of like The Amazing Race and um, watching BBC's uh, Grand Designs. For me, that's proper reality yeah. TV. No, I like it. I, I haven't watched the Pretoria one. I'm, I'm mm. not interested in, in the shallow stuff or the status symbol stuff. I'm more interested mm. in like when it's about business and and you're learning tips from real people on how – they are living successful lives. If they're mm. successful, you know, I, I mean, if they're not happy, they're not successful no matter how rich they are. So, But then does that mean that they are actually housewives if the women are doing things for themselves? No, I think that housewife tag is such a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the housewives of Beverly Hills and New York. Those are, you know, some of the best businesswomen on the planet. Mm. They are Definitely not your average housewife who's sweeping under the sofa. No. I think that would be very boring to watch somebody hoovering all day. And there are those, of course, those those um, very strange internet channels where you can watch a woman hoovering in the nude. But um, that's not what this is. <laughs> no. no, not for me, thanks. No. Also, just to look out for on Netflix, Blood and Water, coming up in November. What's that about? That's the one that I loved. They've already had season one and two, and this is season three now. That was filmed in like UCT's library, and it's got the most, you know, for for those of us abroad, it's like a visit back home every time we watch the show. Um, okay. I'll, and, and I'll have a look out for that. And talking of that, there's also The Wife on Showmax coming up, the third and final season, and that has been multi-award winning it's and and we can watch that abroad as well and this one's going to be about two people fighting for love because that's what happens so often two people want to be loving each other but but things happen in life that get in the way and you you end up fighting and hating on each other and so it's okay sounds interesting (laughs) (laughs) sounds like survivor all over again (laughs) yeah it's like reality but it's not um coming up mal we've managed to get hold of a video from saint john's college of their choir Mm. when it was singing with uh foreigner so yeah so i'm really excited we're going to be able to share that we've also got talking community a wonderful initiative that's been going for a year now on the south coast of kwazulu natal which is the tidy towns campaign which people around the world will already know about i think it was started in ireland in 1958 or something it's been going in australia since 68 and it's beautiful that i mean they've made up their own rules but they they've already got a surf championship they're cleaning up the the streets the fields amazing stuff and pat uh, simcox has been posting some videos about how beautiful yeah. the south Coast i do is follow looking. him on facebook as well he he very is very uplifting. involved yeah. yeah yeah it's wonderful to see you know for a lot of people some people might not know who he is but he played a hundred a hundred matches for South Africa yes, cricket. For South Africa cricket. Yeah. Yes, that thing where they wear white and <laughs> rub balls on themselves and things. That sport. <laughs> uh, talk about that. I got a, a somebody played me this wonderful 
thing about an Australian explaining to another Australian what cricket is about. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very funny. Go oh, and just search it. It's the same guy trying to explain to the other guy. And yeah, all yeah, in what it out, is. But it's, it's, yeah, and Which um, reminds it's a very, me, very funny. But that reminds me of Manus Labaskachny. You know the South African who is in Australia playing cricket for Australia, and he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. He always tweets, I don't understand anybody who doesn't love cricket. He t- he's just like he really can't get it you know and he also loves coffee and he's just started a coffee business okay yeah he's doing well well. good i'm glad (laughs) to hear that right jenny keep those good stories coming and the good news stories coming as well i think we could do with it and um a bit of upliftment when it comes to our souls and our happiness here in south africa and of course you do that for me every wednesday when we chat so thank you very much (laughs) and we'll catch up with you again next week thanks mal See you soon. Take care. Bye. Be lekker. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. <laughs>